Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, you can visit teacherluke.wordpress.com. Hello, everyone. I'd just like to take this opportunity here right at the beginning of uh, this podcast episode just to say a special hello to you and uh, just to welcome you back in to the world of Luke's English Podcast because it's, it's that time again. Yes, can you believe it? A new episode of the podcast is available and you're even listening to it right now. This is actually happening. Luke's English Podcast is back. And here I am speaking again into a microphone in order to reach out to all the people in the world and just say, hey, how's it going? Actually, that's not the main aim of Luke's English Podcast. It's not that stupid. Hey, how's it going? That's like some kind of American stupid radio host, isn't it? Hey, hi there, everybody. You're listening to Dwayne's English Podcast. I don't know uh, who Dwayne is. I've just created him. Um, but uh, maybe there is a person out there somewhere called Dwayne, and Dwayne has his own English podcast. I don't know where he's from, somewhere in the Midwest of America, maybe. You're listening to Dwayne's English Podcast, Um, and uh, I wonder what the content of Dwayne's English Podcast would be. Maybe today we're going to be talking about uh, guns and how great they are, and then we're going to move on to talk about other things. We're going to talk about my accent and how no one really knows which part of America it comes from. Okay. Okay. Let's get serious now. Um, You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. And um, my name's Luke, and this is a podcast. uh, Okay. Right. So it's been a while, hasn't it? It's been a little while since I recorded one of these things for you to listen to. It's been a little while. You know why. You know why? It's because I was uh, kidnapped by a group of uh, terrorists from uh, Mars. They kidnapped me and they forced me to teach them English. Um, It was scary uh, and yet enlightening. Um, Yes. I'm not sure now if I'm going to use this intro because this is a bit ridiculous, isn't it? It is. This is just very ridiculous now. I'm, to be honest, I am experiencing, I don't know how to describe it really, I wouldn't say difficulties at this stage, but um, I would say mentally, I'm in rather a strange place um, at this point, for a number of reasons, let me tell you what they are. First of all, um, I've, I've finally finished the marking, exam marking and grading that has been occupying me for the last two weeks or so. I've finally finished it, um, and that's been exhausting. I've been sort of just working on that for ages and ages and ages, as you know. That's why I haven't been doing podcasts recently, because I've just been completely snowed under, occupied, you know, just totally... uh, Yeah. 
and as a result, I'm unable to finish some of my own sentences. Um, the the effect on my brain of all this marking and um, and like evaluating and and stuff has been that my brain has become a bit like jelly. You know, it's it's kind of going a bit like that. Um, it's slightly. It, it, I don't know what's happened to it. It's kind of gone wrong. It's just basically gone a bit wrong. As well as that, um, there's uh, the fact that I didn't sleep very well last night. No particular reason. You know, sometimes you just don't sleep very well. Um, well, last night was a particularly bad night. I just couldn't sleep. Um, I don't know. Maybe I, it's because I felt excited that today, I knew that today would be the day that I would finish all the exam marking. And I was just so excited at the prospect of having my life back that um, it kept me up all night. So it wasn't bad. It wasn't like one of those bad, bad nights where you can't sleep. It's just frustrating, really. You know, you know that feeling? You get to a certain hour, it's like three o'clock in the morning or something, and you're just lying there. And, um, and you're just lying there and you're getting more and more angry because it's like, why can't I sleep? For God's sake! And that's... Anger is never really um, a good uh, feeling. It's never really a, an appropriate feeling for sleep, is it? It's like, you know, if you want to just drift off to, to sleep, it's it's never the very good if you're just lying there feeling angry. Uh, but that's the irony and the ridiculousness of not being able to sleep, that you get yourself into a position where you're just sort of furious. It's like, I should be asleep now. I've got, the, I've got rights. Uh, my, I've got a right to be sleeping at this point. This is ridiculous. You end up getting furious with like nothing in particular. Um, so it was one of those nights. And I, you know, I just kind of kept tossing and turning. Do you, know, do you know what that means? If you keep tossing and turning, it means you keep sort of, you're not very comfortable in bed. You're turning over and moving around a lot. You can't find a comfortable position. So I was tossing and turning and I kept getting up in order to try and, you know, find a way to help me get to sleep. Um, so I, I was getting up and I'd eat a little bit of bread because, you know, sometimes if I eat, I get some bread inside my stomach, then sort of my body starts to go, oh, oh, oh all right. You know, you kind of like distract your body with food. So you all the blood goes down into your stomach and then um, your body sort of like leaves you alone for a while. You know, it's the equivalent of, okay, here's an example. Imagine that you had to um, cross a courtyard outside a house, but there's a big dog there, like a big sort of Doberman pincher or something, a huge angry dog. Now, in this, in this analogy, okay, the dog is uh, your, your body or your mind or the energy that your body has. This is not scientific, but nevertheless what the hell i'm going to explain it to you anyway i've started the analogy i now feel obliged to finish it so imagine that um uh trying to get to sleep is a bit like attempting to cross a courtyard where there's a a, a, a large and furious dog okay <laughs> just go with this with me all right so um you can't cross the courtyard you can't get to sleep because the dog is restless and it's it, it's going to bark at you woof, 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 like that okay i know the analogy doesn't really work but still you just be patient okay what you what i sometimes do is i eat some bread i put some bread in my stomach as a way of trying to distract the dog you know like if you throw a steak across the courtyard and the dog goes you know runs over to eat the steak and then you can escape in a similar way putting bread in your stomach allows 
your body to kind of get distracted. Oh, bread. Oh, okay. Well, let's quick. quick. Let's uh, put blood in the stomach and put some, you know, uh, attention on that. And then the brain is like, you know, distracted by, you know, digesting the bread. And then you're allowed to just fall asleep. So I tried that. I tried the bread technique. Bread technique didn't work. I tried the uh, I tried the the alcohol technique. Um, I went into the kitchen and drank some rum. Actually, I think it was the alcohol technique that worked. In the end, I kind of I just like right. That's it. Uh, I've tried the bread technique and it didn't work. I've tried the meditation technique that didn't work either. I've got no choice but to drink a shot of of rum. So I drank a, like a a measure of rum. And that's actually the last thing I remember. It wasn't like a large glass of rum. I didn't pass out from like being drunk, but I think it helped me to, you know, just drift off to sleep. But I got probably about two to three hours of sleep last night. Now, normally I'd sleep longer, but um, on Thursdays and Tuesdays, I have to get up at six o'clock in the morning. So I probably drifted off to sleep at about three, three thirty, something like that. Um, and then I promptly had to get up in about two and a half hours later uh, in order to go to university and teach and, you know, say, hey, students, hey, English. And they're like, what? what? Oh, it's too early. I'm like, hey, but English. And they're like, oh, uh, no, 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 Mr. Thompson, no. I'm like, no, but English, though. English at seven seven thirty in the morning. It's time for English. And, and they're all just like, coffee. No, just uh, I need coffee first. That's that's a bit what it's like teaching at 7.30 in the morning. That's an exaggeration, actually. The first class begins at 7.45 a.m. 7.45. 7.45 a.m.? No one should have to do anything at that hour. But, no, I have to teach uh, large groups of students how to use English. Um, and they're generally... Actually, they're very good, to be honest with you. At 7.45 in the morning, they're sharp, they're bright... They're keen. They've got young minds ready to soak up the beautiful English language that I'm presenting to them and allowing them to use. It's it's a beautiful experience being in a, a university at that early in the morning. You think this is where knowledge, you know, uh, this is where knowledge goes before people acquire it. Does that make sense? Not really. What I'm saying is that Basically, what I'm trying to say, I don't know what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is that I am, uh, uh, my brain has been turned into jelly by um, massive amounts of exam marking and lots of uh, exam administrative stuff, which uh, for a creative mind like mine um, is a bit like being stuck inside a box for about two weeks. Okay, so I've kind of, I, I lost contact with the outside world. My brain... Um, you know, lost its decision-making abilities. All I was able to do is just assess the quality of people's written, spoken English. Um, and that's it. Um, so if this episode of the podcast is very strange and I'm not making much sense and I don't sound like I'm my normal self, that's why. That it's because of the exam marking and also because of the fact that I didn't sleep very well last night. Okay, that's just what I'm trying to say. I'm basically making excuses for the terrible condition of my brain right now. And um, I should be in bed. You know, I should have just gone straight to bed. It's it's like the after, middle of the afternoon. I got back from, from the university at lunchtime. Uh, I've eaten my lunch. Don't worry, I've eaten. Everything's fine uh, there. 
Um, and I should be in bed. I should just be in bed, as I said. But um, I just felt like I should uh, record something for the listeners of Luke's English Podcast, just so I can say hello to you. Um, I did think to myself, right, I'm going to do, I know, I'm going to do the New York episode. I'm going to do that uh, episode about New York that I've been sort of planning in the back of my mind. Because, um, you know, I went to New York and all that stuff. And I've promised that I'm going to tell you all about it in detail. And I will. I promise to do that. And I thought, I'm going to do the New York episode. And I had a look at my notes, which are not quite, not quite finished. And I started to write the notes. And I was just my brain just went, no, Luke, no, you're not going to. You're not going to do that. Nothing too organized. No, no typing, please. So my brain just said, no, Luke, no, you're not going to do any typing. Not now. Um, all you're capable of doing is letting the uh, jellied contents of your rotted mind spill out of your mouth into a microphone to be collected by a recording of some sort of recording device, some digital machine which can uh, magically record your voice. And then uh, you will share the rotten contents of your brain with the rest of the world. Um, I uh, should be a, a, a much better salesman. Do you know what I mean? I should sell Luke's English podcast a lot more. I shouldn't, for example, uh, sell the podcast as the contents of a rotten mind. I mean, you know, you know that I'm just joking. You know, I'm just uh, just being a bit silly, just uh, just being sarcastic. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm just having a laugh. Obviously, the my mind is is far from rotten. It's uh, in prime condition. Um, it's just that it's slightly deprived of sleep, and as a result, um, it's a little bit chaotic, that's all. Uh, but anyway, the main thing is that I wanted to, before going to bed and just sort of sleeping a lovely, peaceful uh, sleep, um, a, oh, it's going to be nice, that. I'm looking forward to just putting my head down. You know, You know that feeling when you've done all your work, and it's the middle of the afternoon, and um, it's a Thursday... And you think, I'm just going to go to bed. I'm just going to go back to bed. When I got up this morning, I promised myself. That's how I managed to get up. Right? Normally, it's very hard to get up at 6 o'clock. But this morning, I, I, I got up and I promised myself, right, when I get home, I'll just go straight back to bed and we'll just forget that this ever happened. Okay? Uh, I always do that when I have to get up early in the morning. And then when I do get home, I, I, I've can't go to bed i feel like i've got too many things to do you know um so um yes this this is a very chaotic episode of luke singer's podcast what i'm trying to say to you is hello i think that's that's essentially what i'm doing here i'm just saying hello um and uh, so i got in this afternoon and i thought uh, no before i go to bed i think i'm just going to take this opportunity to say hello to the wonderful, beautiful, sweet, and uh, magical listeners of Luke's English Podcast. And I'll just say hello to them, and that'll be fine. And I wonder if I can uh, just sort of do that. And that's that's what I'm doing, okay? Good, good, fine. Um, right, so, well, that's it then, isn't it? Yep, okay, good. What about you? How are you? How are you doing? Really? Oh, really? Oh, that's good. Um... Oh yeah, because yeah, because you did say you did say that uh, you've been uh, you've been thinking about that for a while, hadn't you? Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, no, you wouldn't. No. Why? Why? Why would? Why would you? Why would you do that? That's ridiculous. No, absolutely. Well, no. Well, well, he does. He did. Well, yes, he did all the time. But uh, no, not you. 
No. Well, um, well, it's because you're smart, isn't it? You're clever. You know better than that. Um, you know what's happening here? You know what's happening? I'm having a conversation with you. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not sure I'm going to publish this episode of uh, Luke's English Podcast because, you see, when I think about Luke's English Podcast in a serious way, you know, when I when I just sort of get a bit serious and I think about Luke's English Podcast, I think to myself, I've got to try and make the episodes as good as possible. They've got to be really good and they've got to be really valuable and I, I need to, like, you know, uh, craft the episodes so that they are, that every single minute is, you know, uh, useful in a variety of ways. And what I mustn't do is just sort of um, just talk nonsense into the microphone. Obviously, sometimes I can do that, but that has to be the purpose of the episode. You know, I have to like, you know, somehow make that the um, agenda or the aim of that particular episode, like make it a one of those crazy rambling podcasts. But but that should just be a special occasion. What I should do most of the time is make Luke's English podcast a really valuable uh, program for learners of English. Um, and, and, you know, the best laid plans of mice and men, they say, which is a phrase which just basically says, which basically means that, uh, you know, people plan things, but then those plans don't go wrong. You know, the best laid plans of mice and men. Anyway, um, so despite my, my, all my plans and my hopes and dreams and stuff like that, sometimes what happens is I'm just tired because I didn't sleep and I'm exhausted from work. And the best I can do is just this, what I'm doing now, okay? Um, I promise you that I will recover and I'll be in, be on back on, you know, uh, good form in the future. Uh, but right now, this is just the sound of, of a broken man, okay? Um, I'm not really broken. I'm fine. I'm, I'm good. I'm so happy that um, the, the sort of uh, the university semester is finished. I tell you what, let me tell you, let me tell you about the work I've been doing. Yes, actually, some people have, have um, sent me messages about that saying, oh, what, you know, what are you doing? What, what, what's, what's the, what, 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 what? yes, normally not that many what, what, what sounds in the message. Normally, it's just what are you doing? Or um, tell me about the university course that you've been doing. Uh, what level are you teaching? What are you, what, what are you teaching them? What, what are you doing? Um, not they're not normally that hysterical. What are you doing, man? No, it's normally just more sort of interested. I, don't really, I see you working at university. What are you What are you doing? That kind of thing, you know. Interested, sociable, you know. Um, initiating a, a light conversation, showing um, showing some some polite interest. Oh, so uh, you're working at university now? That's interesting. So what are you what are you doing? What kind of courses are you teaching? Um, what what level are the students? How are they? Do they are they uh, are they good? Do they uh, you know do they concentrate? That kind of thing. Not like what are you doing, man? You're working at a university? Um, no. Um, so it's some people have been have sent me some messages asking me about the university work I've been doing. Let me tell you about it, okay? And I'm going to start. Now, now, no, no. So the university course um, is rather interesting. I'm teaching at a uh, quite a prestigious university in in Paris. Um, it's it's got a good reputation, and um, all the students there are um, studying law, um, in, you know, French law and all that stuff. And they have to also take um, 
some uh, classes in English. So there's a team of, of teachers who teach the uh, English classes. There's about, well, I don't know, about 10 of us. And I'm one of those people. And what do we do in the classes? Well, we're not teaching them legal English. They they learn all that stuff later on in, in like year two and year three. These are first-year students. And this is actually the first year that first-year students have had to take classes in English. Previously, they would do sort of like online English learning stuff. It was probably quite boring, a bit of a pain in the neck for them all. And instead, now they start... Um, using English, speaking English in class, having proper English classes from um, year one at university. They they have their English classes uh, in school and everything like that, but now at university they start doing English from year one. Um, and the university is making some effort to employ native English um, speakers or native English uh, teachers like me, uh, because ultimately that's that's probably better for the students because they feel then obliged to speak more much more English in class. I don't really speak French, um, and so I don't speak French in my lessons. I just speak English, and that forces the students to also speak English. If I spoke a bit of French, then what would happen is that they would all then start speaking more and more French, and the the ratio of English to French would would change and. Um, that's not really very good because they need to be forced to speak English. Um, if the, if you don't force them, they just won't do it. Um, ultimately, that's often the way it goes. That people just need to be forced to to learn. Um, it's funny that, isn't it? Yes, hilarious. I didn't mean funny like that. I didn't mean funny, haha. I meant funny, like interesting. That's funny, isn't it? Meaning that's interesting because funny can mean two things. Funny can mean sort of strange and interesting. And funny can mean uh, that it makes you laugh. Yes. Now, right, so the students, yes. Um, and so what What are we doing? What are we doing in the classes? Um, all right, so I've got like 10 classes. Each class has got 20, about 20 students, maybe more, maybe less. Um, and each class is an hour and a half. So I'm actually teaching 15 hours a week, but I also have to spend a lot of time outside of that doing all of the preparation and administration and planning and all that stuff and stressing and and uh and drinking coffee um that sort of thing um the they don't learn legal english instead that we've um broken up the year into two basic topics semester one that was last year was all about the united states of america so we were dealing with issues relating to america um just because american you know it's just um, a, a country where people speak English, you know, so that was the theme. So we were looking at American politics and um, things like American issues like gun control and capital punishment and the legalization of marijuana and all these debates. It was very interesting. The, the topics are great. We also uh, learn all the key bits of vocabulary that relate to those things. Um, and we, we learn about the key debates on those subjects. And in class, they are the idea is that they are learning to discuss these topics and also picking up the relevant language involved in these areas and generally kind of discussing and debating current issues in um, America or Britain. Um, we talked about uh, the role of the president and same-sex marriages in America, all of the big themes that um, are in American news and politics at the moment. Interesting stuff, um, it really is. Um, then in semester two, the theme was all about Britain or the United Kingdom, which is perfect for me, isn't it? Because um, that's my 
home country and all that's my origin that's where i'm from in it it's where i'm from mate you know what i mean i'm i'm british yeah i'm british i'm a british geezer i'm from london right i live next door to the queen yeah so you want to learn about the royal family you come to me mate you're right you know what i mean you come to me because i have got all the fuck i've got all the fucking lowdown on her majesty you know what i mean i know her i you know she's a neighbor of mine so um yeah, so we looked at topics such as, um, I've got the folder here on my computer with all my documents in it, and we had things like uh, week two, we looked at the royal family, week three, political parties in the UK, week four, Scottish independence, uh, week five, enforcing the law, so criminal law in the UK, um, let's see, um, the press, so newspapers and um, the phone hacking scandal in British newspapers recently, Um, the British Empire, immigration, the class system, um, and stuff like that. It's been good. It's been interesting. Um, The students all have to do presentations, and they are assessed on their presentations. I kind of give them a a mark, a grade. So they all have to do sort of seven-minute presentations, in um, in semester one, I gave them their, their topics. Um, they had to talk about uh, important events in American history. And in semester two, I let them choose their topics. But they had to be related to the UK. So we had stuff like pe- people giving presentations about uh, the royal family, presentations about uh, Sherlock Holmes. And, and sp- some people talked about Harry Potter, which was quite interesting. Um, talking about the um, popularity of Harry Potter as a cultural phenomenon, um, and uh, and other other things relating to the UK, it was it's it was good. One person, one student, was quite ambitious, and she decided that she would do a presentation about the British sense of humour, which uh, is very difficult to explain in just seven minutes. These are all brilliant topics for for episodes of Luke's English Podcast, aren't they? Yes, they are. Do you know about the royal family? Do you know about the political parties of the UK? Do you know about the Scottish independence? Well, um, keep listening to Luke's English Podcast because I will be touching on these issues. I've already talked about the royal family. I did an episode about the Queen. Uh, did one about uh, voting and elections. So I talked about the Houses of Parliament and the House of Commons and the different political parties that we have in the UK. So I have already touched on these things a little bit. Um, okay, what about the levels of the students? Well, the levels are variable. Some, uh, To be honest, most of the students are, in, are probably between five and six uh, on the IELTS scale. So most of them are kind of... Um, intermediate to upper intermediate in level one you know a few of them are really low like absolute beginners which is very difficult for them because i have to pitch the lesson to the general level of the class and there's always a few people who've just got no idea what i'm talking about Uh, i always try and make an effort to connect with them you know and just try and make sure that they don't feel too lost but ultimately what can i do there's not much i can do for those people um, I can give them, you know, extra advice and, and help, you know, uh, suggestions for things they can do outside of class to raise their level. But in this context at university, when the, the classes are so large, unfortunately, I just have to try and meet the general standard of, of the group. Some of the students I've got in my classes are basically native speakers. It's really funny because, um, like, I've got one girl who's just Canadian. I mean, she's just Canadian, you know. <laughs> 
she happens to be here because she's learning French law, but she's Canadian. And I've got another one who's basically American. She grew up in America. Um, and Amer- uh, American is her first language. Um, so that's pretty bizarre. Um, so it's pretty strange to have a native English speaker as one of my students. You kind of think, ah, okay, you're just me. You're just like me, aren't you? But you, you just don't know how to teach. That's the only difference. Um, so it's good, though. I like I liked having the, the very advanced students because not only are we doing language, we're also doing cultural things and um, uh, news stories. So, you know, it's, it's quite nice to have that mix in class. Um, I also gave them tasks to do near the end of the course where they had to... Um, for example, we had to have a general election in class. They, you know, In groups, they wrote political manifestos and then presented them to the class and then everyone voted to uh, decide who was going to be the next prime minister. Uh, we had a mock trial, a mock criminal trial, where one person was accused of a crime and they had to go into a courtroom scenario. We had a team of, of defense lawyers, a team of um, prosecution lawyers. We had uh, a jury. We had witnesses. I was the judge, of course, um, and uh, so the the lawyers presented their cases. They um, questioned the witnesses, um, and um, it was fun. It was good. And then at the end, the jury had to deliberate and return their verdict of guilty or not guilty. Um, it was good fun. That, that's that's uh, uh, yeah, it's good fun. That is, but it's all finished now. I also gave them a rather difficult exam. Um, and that's the thing that I've been marking. And when you've got 200 students and you give them an exam which takes them an hour and a half to complete, uh, the marking yeah tends to tends to drag on. You know, when you've got a huge pile of papers to deal with. Um, all right, you know what? You know what, ladies and gentlemen, I'm so tired. I'm, I'm I think I'm going to go to bed. Um, yeah, I'm going to go to bed. In fact. Uh, I might just fall asleep right here and now on the podcast. Uh, mm. This is not the most high-energy episode of the podcast, is it? Um, I wonder what you're doing. Wonder what, what are you doing, huh? What are you doing? I mean, what are you actually doing right now? Are you on a bus? Are you on a bus? Just if you are on a bus, just have a look around at the people near you. Just have a good look around. Don't don't be too obvious about it. Don't be too obvious, but have a little look around at the people that are near you. Just look at them and just think to yourself, what? Well, who are these people and what do they do with their lives? Just imagine the average life of a person on a bus. Uh, I wonder what they, I wonder what kind of things they do. Probably all sorts of, you know, dirty, horrible things that you shouldn't know about or just very boring things. Or maybe if they're listening to something, maybe they're listening to Luke's English podcast. It's possible, isn't it? It's possible. Maybe even... There's someone else on the bus right now who listens to Luke's English podcast. If that's true, I wonder how you would, how would you actually, um, how would you signal to another person that you're a listener to Luke's English podcast? What would you do? What's the, what's the thing, the common thing, the common thing that would identify you as, as a listener to Luke's English podcast? What would that thing be? We need to find this. We need to discover like some kind of method of identifying fellow listeners to Luke's English podcast so that when you meet in the street, there's a secret code that you can use. Maybe, I don't know, what would it be like? Um, I really don't know. I'm, you know, I just, 
Mm. I mean, like a wearing a flower on your on your on your lapel. It's a bit ridiculous. You have to then go around with a flower on your lapel all the time. Um, well, mate, I, I tell you what. If if you are on, if you've got headphones on and you're on a bus, and someone else who's got headphones on is looking at you right now with a curious expression on their face, just give them a wink. You know, with one eye, just give them a wink, and that will be the sign that you're uh, also a listener to Luke's English Podcast. Now, hopefully, that's what's going on. Hopefully, the person is just a, a podcast listener. There's always a chance the person's just looking at you just by coincidence. And if you give them a wink, they might think, what? What What? what are you doing, man? What are you, what are you winking at? You're winking at me. You're, you're winking at me. What you want to? You want to? You, you want to start? You want to? You want to get funky? I don't know what that means. Um, either that, like, what are you winking at me for, mate? You're winking at me. Come on, then. Come on, then. Let's get off the bus and we'll settle it outside. If you want to want to wink at me, uh, either that or it's going to be like, ah, I see that you're winking at me. Uh, I also enjoy winking at strangers. Maybe we can meet over a glass of wine and wink at each other in private. Maybe that would happen. Or the person would just go, um, Hello, you're a listener to Luke's English Podcast. Brilliant. Let's um, let's go and have sex or something. I don't know what, what would happen. Um, it's just a just an idea. So if you're on a bus, do that. But be careful, all right? Don't have a fight with someone because you winked at them. Um, if you're on a train, uh, you could do the same thing. But be aware that you it's, it's harder to exit a train um that's all so if you do get into into trouble you'd need to i don't know do some bruce willis stuff and like climb out of the top of the train and then you know know, that always happens in movies why is that that it's possible in a film to be able to climb out of the top of a train and run along the top be careful though because you're gonna have to duck at some point because there will be a bridge or a tunnel so if you're ever on top of a train just bear that in mind that you will have to get down on the you know, you'll have to lie down on the train at some point because you will inevitably enter a tunnel. Um, and it's it's trains, isn't it, that you can climb out of in movies. And it's also lifts, you know, elevators. If an if you're ever in a movie and you're in an elevator and the elevator stops, simple solution, just, you know, punch out the top of the elevator and climb out of the top and then you're basically Bruce Willis, aren't you? Um elevators or lifts and lifts and uh lifts and trains it's all like lifts and trains in films isn't it lifts and trains in reality lifts and trains are some of the most boring things that you can find yourselves in there's nothing i was going to say there's nothing more boring than being in a lift but that's not true there are more boring things than that um uh, but it's not quite as dramatic as it is in a film is it no no it's not no it depends on the lift some lifts are really exciting like, uh, you know, some lifts are made of glass and you can look out at people and you can look out at what's going on and you, as you go up, there's something very exciting about being able to stand in a box made of glass while it goes up, don't you think? Or down, but up is better. Um, it's almost exciting. It's almost like a fun... Uh, it's almost like a... It's almost like a, a ride. That's the word I'm looking for. <coughs> right. I'm looking at my recording device thing here, and I can see that I've got only one bar of battery left. So um, I think that's why that's that's that means that uh, I'm going to stop. Uh, I'm going to stop doing this now. Okay, I'm going to stop recording this ridiculous episode of Luke's English podcast. 
But um, the main thing is that I wanted to just tell you that I'm still here and uh, that my brain is is on its last legs. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go to bed, okay? So uh, once I've recovered, uh, in after about 24 hours of sleep, um, I will uh, endeavour to uh, prepare and, and record more episodes of the podcast uh, as they come up. Uh, let's see. Um, transcripts. If you've been writing transcripts for either these episodes or the uh, phrasal verb episodes, then I'd like to say a very, very big thank you very much. Uh, you're wonderful, wonderful people. And I will get round to correcting, editing, whatever those transcripts, and they'll all be published. You can see the transcripts. That I might not have put them all on the website, but you can find them uh, as Google Documents, um, if you go to uh, the website and you go to Transcript Collaboration and you can then find a bunch of uh, transcripts that are finished and there's transcripts for all the phrasal verb episodes now. They're pretty much all finished. And it's 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 like 99% correct. I just need to have a look at them all to just get them 100% correct. But at the moment, they're 99% correct. So still good thing to, to check out. Um I had a thought the other day. You know that Google, um, you know the NSA in America? Uh, the NSA is like the um, sort of intelligence security organization um, that monitors everything, like monitors all the internet, every, every email, any content on the internet. There's, uh, you know, guys at the NSA like checking it all out, especially Google. Apparently, Google is very compliant with the NSA. Um, so um, I just wonder if there's like some guy in uh, the NSA building, wherever that is in America, reading all the transcripts to Luke's English podcast. If you are an NSA agent, um, I imagine that you're a native English speaker. I, I assume so. I don't know who the American government uh, um employees to do this job are they employing just sort of mexican guys who who needed a job i don't know what the qualifications are that are necessary uh, for this for this job but um anyway if you are if you you know if you're reading all my google documents at the nsa do do us a favor and correct them as well while you're doing it do something useful okay just you know if you see a mistake just correct it okay it's fine i don't mind uh, anyone can do that so I'm talking specifically about secret agents who are monitoring all of the Google documents, all of the uh, transcripts of Luke's English podcast. You know, if you see a, a gerund when it when it shouldn't be a gerund, make a correction. If someone's, you know, written uh, a preposition when it should be an auxiliary verb, just make a correction. Okay? Everyone's going to appreciate. Do some good. Don't just spy on us. Like help out if you if you think it's necessary. Okay. Um, I'm talking specifically to the NSA there. I'm sure. I'm sure there are others out there. I don't know what the British version of the NSA is. It seems the the NSA is the most famous one. Um, yeah. Okay. Thank you for doing the transcripts. That's brilliant. Thank you also. Um, if you uh, what else? Thank you also if you if you sent me a donation. Um, I don't. I try not to go on about this too much. It doesn't happen very often, to be honest with you, but sometimes it does. And when it when it does happen, I'm you know I'm really touched. I am. I'm really pleased. Not just because it's a bit of cash, but it just shows that people really appreciate my work, and I and I appreciate that back. You know who you are because I've replied. To, I should have sent you a message if you sent me a donation. I should have sent you a sincere thank you because I really appreciate it. 
just as a as a sign, really. It's the it's the thought, isn't it? It's the thought that counts. Um, and just generally, thanks for listening to Luke's English podcast. Thank you if you left a review on iTunes recently. Some of you did. Um, Yannick, hello. Thanks a lot for the review that you left on the the iTunes store. That's much appreciated. Welcome to Twitter as well, by the way, Yannick. Um, um, you know, don't get too excited about the world of Twitter. It's uh, it's not it's not that amazing. I mean, it, it's what you make of it, really, isn't it? It is Twitter. How many of you are on Twitter? What do you think? I I'm kind of like indifferent about it, really. It's quite good, but it's you know uh, whatever. That's the kind of mood I'm in today. It's just a bit like, oh, I'm going to start thinking about, oh, I can't be bothered. That's kind of like the general mood. I think this may be the most sort of, oh, whatever episode of Luke's English Podcast. If this is the first episode that you've ever listened to, then I'd just like to say that normally it's a lot more organized. Normally uh, there's actual content. Normally I teach you things. Normally, there's lots of things that you can learn. Uh, normally, I speak... Um, well, I don't normally speak like that. That This is a, a voice that I occasionally use on Luke's English Podcast. I don't know what kind of voice this is. This is the voice of a sort of BBC robot. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast on the BBC. That's, that's never going to happen, is it? Maybe it is. Maybe. Would the BBC ever do that? You know, imagine a BBC meeting. Right, now... Um, we need to prioritise here at the BBC. I know that uh, everyone would like a new episode of of Sherlock, and also we've got to you know do the news and everything. But um, I'd like to prioritise onto the top of the agenda here at the BBC Luke's English podcast. Now, have you heard it? It's it's bloody brilliant. Okay, this guy Luke is doing a great job of just uh, just I don't know quite what it is that he does. Um, I mean, he says that he's an English teacher, but um, it's more than that. It's so much more than that, and yet so much less than that at the same time. It's really clever how he manages to be... um, It's amazing how he manages to be uh, somehow insightful and and, and intelligent and completely stupid and inane at the same time. It's it's genius. Um, I think we should uh, put him on BBC One uh, at 9 o'clock every night. Uh, Forget about the news. Let's just put Luke on TV and we'll just let him talk about anything. What we'll do is we'll make sure he doesn't sleep for a whole night and then we'll just give him a microphone and just say, go, okay? And that's going to happen every day and uh, that's going to be better than the news. Um, that's that's not going to happen, is it? No. Um, right. This really is the end. Um, just generally thank you. Um, just look after yourselves, you know, be nice to each other. Um be good to be good to yourselves eat well get some good sleep and uh you know do all the right things and more episodes of luke's english podcast will be winging their way towards you before you know it um okay all right okay good so lovely to talk to you but i've got to go okay because uh, i've been working hard time to go to bed it's uh it's 4 30 in the afternoon it's bedtime okay so uh Speak to you soon. All right. Okay. Bye then. Bye, 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 bye. Thanks again for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, you can visit teacherluke.wordpress.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar, and pronunciation teaching from me, and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.